Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Social Ninjas Podcast. Where your hosts, Kyle and Jeremy, have vulnerable conversations with the most successful entrepreneurs in the world to learn how they created and maintained an optimal mental health while building a thriving business. If you are an entrepreneur in the early stages of building your business who wants to learn techniques, tips, and tricks to improve your mental health to keep you and your business running smoothly, you're in the right spot. Quick disclaimer before starting the show. Kyle, Jeremy, and the guests they bring on the show are not health professionals, and what they say should not be used in place of a replacement of medication or your doctor. Enjoy the show! Welcome, and we are the Social Ninjas Podcast. I am your host, and with me as always, my co-host, yeah, I guess I'm the yeah. co-host too, yeah. We're both mm-hmm. co-hosts. Mm-hmm. I'm Kyle, Thanks, he's Jeremy. Kyle. What's up, Jeremy? What's up, Kyle? Thank you. Huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much nailed that intro. That anyway, <laughs> and we also have a very special guest with us today. Yeah, we do. Kaylee Chu, and that rhymed. So, <laughs> hi Kyle, hi Jeremy, hello. Hello, thank you so much hello, for coming Kyle. on. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So for people who don't know who you are, could you share with us some of your background and kind of what you're doing now? Oh, okay. Where do I start? <laughs> um, I was born a long time ago <laughs> in Hong Kong. Okay, so what, what have I done? Um, I'm just a very ordinary immigrant. So from Hong Kong, moved to Australia about 13, 14 years ago. And since then, I've been really shy and living in my little bubble. And about two years ago, in 2018, and because of one really embarrassing incident, I thought, that's it. I'm not living like this anymore. And I want to, you know, see how the world is like and decided that I want to go out and have lunch with 100 strangers in 2018 as the New Year's resolution. So that's what I've done. And just purely to meet more people because I want to, you know, able to talk to people. That's all I wanted when I started the journey. And now I can't stop talking, as you can see. (laughs) Um, Since then, um, because I've learned so much, the whole journey completely changed my life in so many aspects. So I decided to write a book. Yeah. Everywhere. 100 Lunches with Strangers, sharing all the lessons that I've learned. And since I published the books, people start to invite me to speak in conferences and just share my stories. And um, and then, I don't know, my life just completely changed. And I've just done a TEDx um, speech recently, not that recently, to be honest, like four months ago. Um, and then start doing different things. I quit my job and started my entrepreneur journey. <laughs> That's a very nice yeah, quick so summary. I- I'm guessing you challenge yourself to do the, the hundred lunches with strangers to kind of get out of your comfort zone. Um, where did you find the people to have their lunches with? Uh, majority of them, I'd say 95% of them, I found them on LinkedIn because I'm out of the platform. I thought that's a, you know, professional platform. So I can feel a little bit more relaxed. Um, people are there more professional and more importantly, I can stalk them a little bit before I invite them out for lunch, which is pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Kyle. yeah uh, i was just thinking 
LinkedIn's probably, people on LinkedIn, LinkedIn are probably more open to meet up for lunches, I would assume. Uh, maybe, I don't know. When I first started the journey, <laughs> I'd say 90% people rejected me or ignored me. So I don't uh-huh. know if they're really open for lunch, maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. But then, I don't know, just keep keep going. And now I've got a lot more yeses than no, so it's great. That's cool. Awesome. Do, you think that's, do you think that's due to the fact that you like, really believe in the project and it has like, does that have a, an influence I on think it? People start to see me posting a lot more on social media and know what I'm doing instead of thinking, ah, oh, that must be an excuse trying to sell me network marketing or Amway or something oh, like that. <laughs> that, that. That's what people told me. Like, that's the reason why they go, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust her. You know? um, and now people know what I'm doing and they just, be much more open to just catch up for lunch <laughs> beautiful let's get into it so what are some of the things you you learned from this experience oh so many where do i start <laughs> um what area are you talking about in particular like it changed me from every single aspect from my personal life from my family life for my career for my you know everything um what do you want to know <laughs> from, a, from a personal um dynamic like would you learn more about yourself doing it absolutely um i learned so much more about myself because before i started the journey i basically lived life like an autopilot like i go to work come home and you know do a few things but never really sit down and think about what do i want in life and what am i trying to achieve but now things really very different like i've got big goals that i want to achieve i've got a company and um, I want to help a lot more people and, you know, very different life. <laughs> I feel like a completely different person. Like I used to be so quiet now, you know, I just talk a lot. <laughs> <We're> just <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I was. I didn't talk to anyone. Yeah. So what do you want to inspire people more? Like, what do you want to inspire people to do more in their lives? Um, get out of their comfort zone. We only live one. So don't let your... Um, comfort zone limits your potential. If you want to do something, if there's anything you're not happy in life, if you're like an immigrant like me, English not first language and shy, um, don't let it stop you from achieving things. Um, you know, if you want to write a book, write a book. If you want to start a business, start a business and, you know, just lift our life to the fullest and meet more people because you never know when's your next life-changing connection is going to be made. And Sometimes one lunch, which is one connection, can change your life. And yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, is there someone you met in particular that changed your life, or? Uh, so many of them. Um, for example, um, when I finished the hundred lunches project, I was just typing an article on LinkedIn just to thank my guest and share a few lessons I've learned. But then I accidentally typed too much because there's so many lessons. Then I start talking to one of my lunch guests, which is supposed to be a marketing guy. Um, turned out that he used to work in a book publishing company 10 years ago, but he never told me about that. So he encouraged me to publish my book and he helped me to put the book together. So that's how I publish a book uh, without even planning. And after that, one of my friends shared an article about my journey and one of his friends saw the article and invited me to speak at her office. Just She, she told me, hey, I've got a few colleagues interested in your story. Would you like to come and share your story? And 
so that we can ask you a few questions. I said, sure, no problem. So that was two years ago, no, one year, one year, a year ago, last year, yeah, last year. Um, and I, when I got there, <laughs> there were like 25 people waiting for me in the room. I'm like, you told me there are just a few people, but then <laughs> I said, yeah, you'll be fine. And then I started talking and sharing the story and little did I know the CEO of the company was in the room. Um, I had no idea before and yeah. he loved the story and he invited me to speak at um, the company's conference and share the story in front of 150 people. And that's how I got into the speaking industry and start doing public speaking. And then um, after that, he introduced me and um, recommended me to other big companies and um, yeah. And my whole life just changed again. <laughs> I, know, I know how you mean like, when I started my Jeremy talks to strangers, I know I don't want to talk about myself, but like things just kind of opened up you know like people are a lot more amazing than i thought they were people are a lot friendlier than i thought they were um yeah you got something kyle yeah i mean just to piggyback off that a little bit just the you know having 100 lunches or for me specifically doing the podcast and making connections with you know uh guests like you kaylee yeah i mean just you never know what doors are gonna open just and you don't even expect or like expect that to happen from that connection but sometimes you know it does happen and I've, I know I've uh, I've went back to a few podcast guests and you know gotten help in certain areas for you know things that I, I never even thought about before but it just ended up happening um, I do want to go back a little bit because Jeremy and I are big advocates for uh, social challenges we both did that to kind of go outside our comfort zone and tackle our social anxiety. Yeah. So one thing I always tell people is when they're trying to do this type of thing is I see one common mistake that a lot of people make is, which is they try to do something too big and then they can't, they can't get it or they mm -hmm. fall flat on their face and then they, they have a really hard time getting up. So, and so I always tell them, talk, you know, start with like baby steps, baby challenges. So was a hundred lunches with strangers? Was that a was that like the first thing you did, or did you prime up before that, or how did you come about doing that? Good question. Um, I don't think I've done any challenge before then. <laughs> that was my very first challenge that I've done. Um, yeah, good. Uh, you, you just got me thinking. Um, mm -hmm. Have I done anything before? But no <laughs> no I th that's my first and only challenge I think who was asking is did you start with like 10 strangers and go from there or was it always 100 strangers um always 100 strangers because okay. I thought if I do five for example I know that's going to be terrible because um of who I was my terrible social skills um you know I had to do more to see a result. So I want to have more, but then not to, not a number that's unrealistic. So I thought a hundred's a good number that I can achieve in a year, but I haven't stopped then. Um, since I finished the challenge, I keep having lunches with strangers and I'm now up to 260 or something like that. So, yeah. And do you have a time frame like how long you meet with them and certain questions you ask or you use it, you just keep it organic? Uh, no, that's no agenda or anything like that. Just, you know say hey thanks for having lunch with me what's up and and see what they've got in mind and we just talk about whatever they're passionate about what they're doing and um, whatever 
conversation comes up, comes up. That's, that's more fun. Um, and the beauty for having lunch is that we can do it as long or as short as we want. Like if we're in a rush or um, we don't connect very well, which doesn't happen very often, we can just finish the lunch in like 25 minutes or 30 minutes and, and done. But if we connect so well and talk and talk and, you know, enjoy each other's company, we can have dessert and wine and coffee after. And I remember my longest lunch was like four hours long. So Wow. Yeah. Dinner time. <laughs> yeah. I have a yeah. question. So did you, um, um, oh gosh, you lost it. <laughs> That's always such a good one too, I swear. Uh, I got a question if you want to think about it. Go ahead, Kyle. I'll think about it. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to ask, uh, did you see, did you have like a personal, let me word this a little different. Did you see a difference as far as like personal experience from your first lunch with the stranger to your hundreds? Was there, what was the difference there or was there one? Oh, so many differences. Um, when I first started, um, not only because I was shy, but also I don't have a lot of stories to share, which is a big problem because um, when people ask me, what do you like to do? Um, you know, tell me something fun about you or anything like that. I have nothing to share. I have no stories to share. And that was a big problem. And since then, I forced myself, not forced, like, I'm more driven to not really pushing to um to do a lot more fun things like I went skydiving I tried stand-up comedy I tried um marathon not a full marathon just you know 5k but at least I tried something um so now I've got more stories to share with people and since then like life become a lot more interesting and more stories to share and you connect a lot better with people when you have more stories to tell so yeah I heard my question now did you did you learn um, connection tools along the way? Like if someone who's just starting out and like I don't know how to connect with them, what's my you know, mindset? Did you learn any connection tools? Um, I think that's a very famous saying that a lot of people mentioned to me before. We have two ears and one mouth, so listen more and talk less. I know this is a very different setting because you guys interviewing me, so I talk a lot more now. But usually during lunchtime, um, I ask a lot of questions and let the guests talk. One, because that's how you connect with people, by active listening to what other persons say. Um, they feel respected and, um, you know, you understand each other more. And secondly, more importantly, you can't learn when you speak. You learn when you listen. So by listening to so many people's story, um, it's like a sneak peek to life. Like, do I want something like that? Is there a life that I want? If so, then how do I get to where he is now? And how do I achieve what he achieved? Or if that's not the life that I want, then how do I avoid being in that situation? So I keep reflecting on what the guests telling me and all the stories I've learned from people. And that really helped me to achieve more and get a life that I really want. That reminds me of a quote from a previous guest. Um, he said, be more interested than interesting. Mm, oh, yeah. did you did you have an um, interview with Mass? That's what she said. It was um, David Meltzer. Oh, okay. Um, maybe a few people said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, that's, that's very important. Um, interested in, the, like genuinely interested because people can tell the difference whether or not you are there or you just... I don't know, not being present. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Did you have, were you like nervous or were you like anxious the first lunch or the, or the first few lunches that you had with these strangers? Absolutely. I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared about um, having a conversation with a complete strangers that have nothing in common and um, very self-conscious because I've made lots of grammatical mistakes and I thought people might judge me and I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And um, yeah, but then just like everything in life, um, you start from terrifying to uncomfortable, but manageable. And then you start to get comfortable and then you start to enjoy it. Like now I absolutely love having lunch with strangers. That's like the favorite time of the day for me. And just thinking who am I going to have lunch with really excites me and makes me happy. And same for a lot of other things. Like for example, public speaking, when I first got on the stage and talk in public, it was absolutely terrifying. And then slowly you become uncomfortable and you start to feel comfortable on the stages. And now I absolutely love the stage and I just go on the stage and, um, and talk. So, <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. It takes time though. So I want to, I want to do it so badly. And then <laughs> I also want to, I also want to do a book so badly called Jeremy talks to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, everything, um, gets better. Hmm. That's awesome. I'm yeah, glad to hear you talk about it. Like I said, me and Jeremy do social challenges similar to what you did to kind of get out of our comfort zone in the past. And we still do that stuff quite frequently. And I think it's just super powerful to hear you say like, yeah, it was really frightening at first. And then you get to that uncomfortable stage. And then you do eventually get to that stage where like you are comfortable. And, you know, e even sometimes, you know, you reach that stage like, oh, I really love this. I used to hate this. I used to be like terrified of this. And that's like, that's like the really cool part for me when I come across something like that. Like uh, for me specifically, you know, uh, public speaking became one of those things and I was terrified of it. You know, then I was uncomfortable and then I slowly transitioned. Like I love speaking on stage because I, I love how it feels afterwards. And like, yes, yeah. I always immediately reflect back. Like I remember when like this terrified me and now I'm doing this, like I'm freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes you don't remember how you felt until you saw someone like you know on the stage so nervous or I met someone for lunch and they obviously nervous I go yeah I was like that um a year ago but I forgot about that almost like things change really quickly um yeah just keep pushing yourself a little bit not not go crazy like go straight on stage and do a stand-up comedy that will be like crazy but how yeah. I start I like I have lunch with strangers and then slowly I go to like networking events and meet a whole bunch of strangers and I share my story in a small group of people and then slowly get to you know bigger stage and then start doing crazy things on the stage and <laughs> yeah one step at a time baby step um I think Jeremy mentioned it earlier baby steps yeah it just, it just reminds me of even podcasting I remember when Kyle and I first started podcasting I was so much anxiety we had our first guest I'm like oh we have a guest today oh it's gonna be so scary <laughs> and then and then I feel like I have, some, I, have a, I have a solid personality and as soon as we put record I feel like my personality just like took a nap <laughs> I was like very robotic yeah. like, remember that I was like oh and then as soon as he hit like unrecord I'd, I'd be like oh, blah, 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 and come out <laughs> <laughs> that's good you guys doing awesome how many have you done now oh boy um well we've released like 
25, but we've done far more. We're just in the queue. <laughs> Good yeah. luck. Yeah. So is there like a next challenge you want to do besides the lunches or? Um, there are so many things that I want to do. I've got seven projects in hand at the moment. So that's why I've been Ooh. so busy working. Um, Say more. Yeah. But, but mainly they're all around lunches and want to help more people to be able to benefit from lunch with strangers by having different platforms, different tools to help. And um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Hello, this is Kyle, your favorite co-host of the Social Ninjas podcast. Don't worry, I won't tell Jeremy. Uh, I just want to share with you all this really awesome mental health app designed specifically for men. So we all know that mental well-being takes practice, it takes strength, and it takes vulnerability, which for us men is sometimes kind of hard. It's not something that we fix, it's something that we honor, and no man needs to do that alone. That's where the Tether app comes into play. It's an area to practice those skills. With the app, you get access to peer programming, content, and a 24-7 support network where you can support other men and be supported yourself. It's not just a place to come when you're having a bad day. It's for every single day, and we celebrate a lot in the app. It's available on the App Store and Google Play Store for free. All you got to do is go check it out, go download it. It is the Tether app, and that's T-E-T-H-R. Go download it right now, then come back to the podcast and listen. Beautiful. So what would you say to someone who is trying to do lunch with a stranger, and, you know, this is their first time, they're you know, extremely anxious or nervous, what's kind of the, the pep talk you give them or maybe some tips for that first time? Um, congratulations, your life is about to change. <laughs> um, and I mean it, there are so many people doing that um, on LinkedIn. If you type in like hashtag 100 lunches or something, um, so many people doing it. And that's the most beautiful thing that's really warms my heart and keep me going, um, you know, when I'm really stressed and, you know, not in my best day because I received like video testimonials and people emailing me and saying that, hey, I've I resonate with you. I was an immigrant and I was shy. I was, I don't know who I am and I couldn't find myself. And now I had lunch with whatever, 30, 40 strangers. And I start to find my voice and I feel like I am someone I'm, I'm, you know, not nobody. I am, you know, I found the purpose of my life and I thought that's just beautiful. Um, yeah. So that will be the same. Um, whoever wants to, you know, start this journey, just, just go for it. You know, what, what's the worst thing that can happen, you know, in a public place, in a restaurant, having lunch with a stranger, worst things, maybe have a bad conversation, but you still learn something, you know, how to avoid being in that situation. How do you have a better conversation next time? Maybe asking a better question and everyone's got a story to share, but you just need to ask the right question to get that out of that person. And slowly you get better and better. And, and that's, it's a very transferable skill, which is, important because if you can have a great conversation with any strangers you can have even better conversation with your kids with your with your family with your friends and that's you know a great thing a great ability to have do you have any, like, any favorite questions to get someone to share their story mm, simple short question tell me more about it 
why why did you do that what, what does that mean what do you mean by whatever so instead of just letting someone to talk about the superficial i have achieved this this is what i've done i've been to this country and i ate this food or whatever you let them go deeper into the emotions and into the stories and tell me more what do you mean by when you felt like that why would you feel like that like almost felt like a psychologist but no that's how you really have a deeper conversation with someone and connect with someone and make someone remember you six months after the lunch and they still remember I had that great conversation with Kaylee and this is what we talked wow. about and something that they don't usually share with you know anyone that would be the goal so tell me more about <laughs> the <laughs> interviews that really stuck out uh, yeah it's, it's a great question um just yeah let the guests talk more um yeah it sounds like you use kind of like a, a curiosity approach. So you're not just asking like yes or no questions or like bland questions, but you're giving the uh, the person that you're having lunch with, like you're showing them that, hey, I'm curious and, you know, and who you are and, you know, what you're doing. And I think that's, I think that's something that helps people remi or remember you six months down the road. Cause it's not like a, it's not this superficial, yeah, superficial conversation. Like this person yeah. was actually engaged in what I had to say. And, you know, they use active listening. And so, yeah, I, I like those, uh, even those, those simple little kind of questions that you just listed. I think those are powerful. Thank you. Just like Jeremy just said earlier about being more interested and not interesting. Oh, did you, did you say that Kyle? Um, yeah. From, from a previous guest, which is so, so important um interested in the guest like why would you invite him or her out for lunch in the first place anyway if you're not interested in what they've right. done in the past so yeah listen to their stories and learn from them this reminds me of a previous guest conversation where it talks about like where i've seen it where someone goes on a date and then they feel like it goes really really well and then that person's like i'm not interested and they're like what i had such a good time and in my opinion, it's because they talked about themselves the entire time. So they felt good in the date with any other person was not able to talk uh, at all. So that person did have fun. So there's like a disconnect almost. Yeah, this is important to stay connected. And, and that's why I learn as well. Let the guests talk more. That makes them feel better. And while I'm learning at the same time. So win-win. <laughs> so do you stay in contact with the people that you have? Matt? Majority of them, yes, with social media and everything is easy to stay connected. But I did even have a new challenge um, starting from last month since the lockdown and COVID-19 and things like that. Um, I forced myself to call at least three people um, every day. Just have a casual chat, like nothing nothing serious to say, Hey, how are you going? Are you good? Or um, how are you coping with the lockdown and um, anything exciting? Just have a conversation with someone and show that you actually care about them do you, um, just call, do you ever be calling without like after talking beforehand or uh no just random call if, if they're busy then they don't pick up the call they call me back later or i just say oh, i'm sorry i'm you know i just want to say that i've been thinking about you and and i can't get anything you need just give me a call let me know and have a good day you know it's just a quick 30 second conversation, but make people feel good and stay, stay in touch with people is important. And especially during this challenging time when everyone's a little bit stressed and unsure about what's happening is, it's great to spread some love and positivity to, to other people. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back. Your TEDx 
I heard you say in your TEDx that you did stand-up comedy with your husband. <laughs> yes, we did. Um, yeah. Tell me about that. Uh, that was, um, we're in no way like a stand-up comedian and we're not even too funny. Like we got a few. <laughs> okay, we're not, we're not that fun. funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a personal challenge and go, you know, because um, when I was on the stage, sometimes I get so nervous and, um, you know, I thought if I can do that, which is to stand up comedy and go back to the stage and just share a story that makes things easier <laughs> almost. And, but what I learned most about stand up comedy is that, um, people don't always laugh <laughs> and that's okay. You tell a joke and people don't laugh and it's okay to move on. Don't hung up about it and don't get so upset about it. Sometimes you get a laugh at random places that you don't expect. I go, that's not supposed to be funny, but okay, keep laughing. Um, other times you thought you've got a, you know, perfect jokes and no one even give you a smile and just go, Oh, okay. Um, and that's okay. You know. <laughs> I, love, I love that dynamic. Just like, don't get hung up on it. It yeah, really, just... it really resonates with me. It reminds me, just I had a, I did a, a process, and I always tell people, you know, just display who you are with like a take it or leave it mentality. Yeah. <laughs> this is my yes. authentic self. Take it or leave it. Yes. So keep giving. You know, if your goal there is to make people laugh, give joy and happiness to people, then you give the best you can, and yeah, and the rest is just leave it to the audience. Um, yeah. So you just backtracking a little bit. <laughs> you were talking about how, kind of going at the approach, like, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen as far as like having a lunch with a stranger? And so I wonder, did you have any lunches that you thought went like terribly, but you got a lesson out of it? Um, sort of. Um, after the hundred lunches with strangers, I share a lot about my story and people start to invite me out for lunch instead of me asking people out for lunch. And usually I'd say yes, if I'm available and if, you know, that person looks normal, <laughs> decent. Um, and that's one time that someone asked me out for lunch and I said, sure, no problem. Let's catch up. And then just after we ordered the lunch, he started to take out a presentation and ask and start to sell me like network marketing and told me about nutrition and how I can make a lot of money selling stuff. And I go, no, that's, that's not what this is about. This is not about selling and I'm not your client. Like don't, don't take this as a sales platform to, to sell. And I really not impressed about that, but I did learn something. I mean, his, his PowerPoint was great. I think. <laughs> Um, it's kind of like oh, okay that's actually not a bad approach if you get a consent from someone that's actually not a bad sales pitch but I don't like the way that he take advantage of the of the lunch um, and also just reminded me why I'm doing this and make sure that people don't make it lose its essence like just meet us lunch have lunch with the strangers with no agenda and see what happens that's what we're trying to do Hmm. did you ever come across it where they, they kind of try to go romantic uh i think everyone knows that i'm married with two kids so i don't know and usually family is one of the first questions that people ask okay how are you how's your weekend and and majority of my weekends oh, i've been to aquarium with my kids i went to legoland i've done this and that and people know straight away like 
I'm happily married with two beautiful kids. So I don't know. <laughs> cool and did you have any did you have any lunches where they like reach out to you after like wow you really like kind of changed my life and inspired me uh yes i've had lunches that um lunch guests that's but more than anything instead of me as a person changed their life um they decided to go on the journey and have lunch with a hundred strangers themselves and that journey changed their life so it's kind of like yeah it started something but it's not just me not just my story alone changed the life but them decided to do something and their action changed their life so sort of <laughs> I, I count it I count it okay it counts <laughs> you're, a, yeah. you're a life changer Kaylee oh thank you <laughs> yeah so you talked about in your your TEDx about how like one reason you started doing that this is because you, you, like you said you had two kids and you know you you were kind of labeled as this shy person you didn't want them to grow up and kind of be in, in that same environment where they don't interact with uh, you know other people and stuff and you know I, I just think that's you know super powerful and I wonder what else what uh, was a, was a motivator a motivator for you to do that, or did something like become one? You didn't realize it, or um, when I first started, it was really just I want to go out and see the world a little bit more. I want to be able to have a conversation with people other than people from my own background like someone non-Asian not that I have anything against Asian it's just that my whole life's been around with you know when I was in Hong Kong I hang out with people from Hong Kong when I'm in Melbourne Australia I only hang out with people like immigrants from Hong Kong which is not wrong but I felt like my world was so small like the world is much bigger than just people from Hong Kong other than just having noodles and rice we can have pastas and roti and um, you know, so many beautiful food and why limit myself to just one culture um, and just beautiful to explore what other people's doing and learn from other people because there's so much to learn. So many amazing people out there doing a great thing. So yeah, it's great to get inspirations all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> When you're kind of going through the the TED talk and it was you're like, here's my friends, <laughs> they're all they're going, Kong. here's my graduation picture <laughs> from Hong Kong. <laughs> Do you think yeah. it's because it was just easier to relate people with like such a similar background to you, and that's kind of why you uh, form those relationships with people? Uh, I think it's very understandable, and that a lot of immigrants doing something similar from my experience from what I can see because moving a country is actually a pretty scary thing um, especially you know English is not our first language in Hong Kong and coming to a brand new country with everyone looks different speaking a different language with different culture and and you kind of want the comfort and the certainty like I want to go watch TV drama from Hong Kong I want to eat the Hong Kong food I want to speak the same language and hang out with people who look similar to me like it is perfectly understandable and nothing wrong um, it's just more comfortable doing that but is that the great best way to live life being comfortable you know sometimes a little bit uncomfort um, makes you grow more um, and live a better life and that's not a bad thing 
Yeah, not at all. So one question we like to ask all our guests is if you had the ability to send a message to everybody in the world, what would it be? You could take a few minutes to think of something if you don't have one off the top of your head. Um, go out and meet more strangers. Um, eat <laughs> because having lunch with hundred strangers can and will change your life. Doesn't matter who you are, where you're at in life. Um, go out and meet more people because you never know when's your next life-changing connections will be made. This is yeah, so important. And when I say lunch, there's a reason why we do lunch. I think. Um, I think dinner is a little bit different. Um, and coffee is definitely different. A lot of people do coffee. Say, let's do a coffee catch up. But 15, 20 minutes coffee catch up is more like business. When you sit down and talk, this is what I do. This is what you do. Let's see if we can collaborate and um, do some business together. That's usually how coffees work. Um, dinner is a little bit, I'm not sure. Like, like you mentioned earlier about romance and people having mixed messages and plus it's more like to me to me dinner is more like a family time when you spend time with people in your family that's how I look at it and lunch is just great ways like in between you know in the middle of the day when you can have 30 minutes lunch you can have three hours lunch and it's it's social enough but it's still professional ish if you if you get what I mean um great way to meet people so give it a shot if you if you're listening, um, just start with one, just invite one person that you don't usually have lunch with um, and see what happens. <laughs> what about Zoom? Does that count? Uh, I do lots of Zoom meetings now. It's great, especially during the lockdown when you can't see people. Um, it's better than nothing. But to be honest, I think the face-to-face -face connection when you can actually see each other, when you can break bread and have the connection and the hug that you give to each other after the lunch is pretty irreplaceable to me. So Zoom is great, but face-to-face -face lunch is the best. <laughs> Amazing. So if um, someone wants to see more of your journey and your posts on social media, where can they find you? Uh, any social media that you love, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, just search Kaylee Chu, my name, and it's, it's there. <laughs> yes, I need to post more. Um, I don't know. I'm not posting enough. <laughs> me too. Kyle's, yeah. always telling, Kyle's always telling me to post more. Yes, all guilty about that. <laughs> you need more dedication, but well, uh, we'll see. <laughs> Hey, we can do a we can do an accountability group, you and I. Yeah, support, group. <laughs> support group. Did you did you did you post it? Yeah. Oh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll have to do more posts. Yes. Cool. Well, thank you very very much for coming on, and yeah. thanks thanks for being our new friend. Thank you, thank you, my new friends, um, Jeremy and Carl. Lovely to meet you today. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah. Hold on, Kyle, if you like guests, if you're listening, if you like this one and you would like to see more, go ahead and subscribe. And also don't forget to um, five star us or if you um, don't like us, give us a six star and leave us a review. Thank you. Boom, nailed it. <laughs> Did I do good? See Is that you good? next week. <laughs> Bye.